0: Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by CityLets and Arla Property Mart, Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting. Investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citylets.co.uk. Joining me today is Rick McCann, Director of Edinburgh Based at Home in Edinburgh. Morning, Rick.
1: Good morning, Gillian. Thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. Pleasure to have you on. Now, as much as you both have more than 20 years' experience in property management, your background wasn't originally in property, was it?
1: No, that's very true. Um, I, I grew up in the north of England, and at that time I never expected to be running a letting agency, as uh, nearly in my 40s, and uh, at that, you know, to that point I didn't even expect to be living in Edinburgh. Um, I left school and studied finance at Sheffield University. Uh, moved to Edinburgh for what was supposed to be a, a short stay and ended up meeting my wife here and uh, and ended up staying. Um, I got a job with uh, Diageo, which um, people will know is a, it's a global drinks company. Um, I trained with them as a, as a management accountant. I uh, worked in various roles with them in, in Scotland and in, in Holland, which was a you know, fantastic experience. Gave me lots of uh, life skills, lots of work skills that I've been able to apply to. To my self-employment, but you know, the desire was was always to be my own boss, and for, for Vicky and I, my wife, to to run a business together. She left university in Edinburgh and worked with with two big agencies, and um, you know, decided to to branch out on her own. Uh, and, uh, you know, we did that in conjunction to that with our other roles until we, we got to a position where we could give up our jobs and, and do it full-time. Vicky's background has, has yes. always been property, um, it's really that desire to work mm-hmm. together. I mean, you know, we both wanted to work in, in an industry that we both had an interest in, mm-hmm. that we enjoyed. As I said, Vicky's background has always been property and that gave us that, that opportunity to, to do that. Um, you know, we wanted something that you know w- would keep us interested, and you know, having a job where you're you're out and about meeting people of Edinburgh and seeing our beautiful properties, it's obviously got got great appeal. We started out as a, a purely festival business, and we were doing that um, in conjunction with our other other roles at the time. Um, we then progressed onto doing short-term lets all year round, specialising in um, accommodating. Um, co- corporate guests that were coming along for an average of a month in duration and people coming for extended stays in Edinburgh. And then as as I left my job and joined the business full time, we we started to focus on developing our our long-term business. Um, We were quite clear from the start what type of business we wanted to be. Um, So we're not striving to be Edinburgh's largest agency. Um, we don't want to lose sight of the the personal service element of the business. So, we feel you know we'll do a good job for the clients that we have, and um, you know the the growth will come through that naturally.
0: So, what makes At Home in Edinburgh then unique from other Edinburgh agencies? Um,
1: I think that's a tough question. I mean, the, the you know, we, we all provide pretty much the same service. Um, we're using the same systems. We're charging pretty much the you know the same price. So it's, it's quite hard to be unique in in a pretty saturated market. Um, you know why I can tell you why I think landlords choose us or the other perhaps some of the larger, more well-known yes. agencies. I think that primarily comes down to, to the way that we, we interact with, with our clients. Um, you know, landlords want to be able to pick up the phone and deal with the, with a friendly voice, someone that knows them, someone that, that knows their properties. Um, you know, they don't want to be treated as a as a number in in a system. Um, you know, I think a lot of agencies focus on efficiency and, uh, and systems and process, which is which is all good stuff, but lose sight of um, the fact this is really, you know, it's a people business. It's, it's a customer uh, customer service job. Um, you know, we're a family-run business. Um, I think that provides our clients and landlords and tenants with uh, um, a sense of stability and trust. Um, Vicky and I are always available for, for a call. Um, you know we're, we're, we're really heavily invested in the business. It's ours. we love it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know we love people, we love property, and I think that that comes across to our clients.'
0: Now, just saying you know you've heavily invested in the business because obviously the pandemic has seriously affected many businesses. However, you took, you've taken a brave approach um, this summer and you use lockdown to in your own words, beat the challenges. So you invested heavily in the business by you know you've moved to new premises as well as completed a full rebranding but let's focus initially on, on your new premises. So tell us the reason for your move and, and where you've actually located now.
1: So we've been based in Stockbridge for the last six years and uh, made a move to Marchmont uh, in September. Um, we've been keeping an eye out for the the right property for us uh, for some time and, and this one came up and it, it just felt right. Uh, we actually had our offer accepted um, just on the, the day prior to going into lockdown in March Thank so you yeah it's uh, quite a bold decision for us to, to continue with the process and um, through that. Um, it is a larger premises um, but primarily the reason for the move is to have a more prominent location so we're on the corner of, of Marchmont Road and Warrender Park Road so there's there's lots of through traffic, lots of um, lots of passing people so Absolutely. hopefully that will um, a build up. profile. Big area
0: as well and family area. Exactly
1: mm-hmm. yeah so we, you know we we do short-term lets and long-term lets and we, we feel that the future needs to be focused more on the long-term side of the business and being in an area with a uh, higher average rental values should uh, should support that and yeah because
0: uh, over the past few years your business has it's noticeably been changing from short-term to long-term rentals hasn't it so yeah what, what have all your reasons been for this
1: yeah sure um i mean the the primary reason is is uncertainty i mean the the, the regulatory framework that's coming into place for, for short-term lets in 2021—I um, know you've covered that in a number of your um, your previous podcasts. I mean, that's been hanging over us for for as long as I can remember now, you know, a good number of years. And you know, the expectation is that Edinburgh will will feel the the full force of that legislation when it comes in due to the concentration of of Airbnb properties. So. Our short-term lets are, the style of them is quite different, you know, we're offering sort of month lets to, to corporate clients, et cetera, but, you know, the legislation will, will, will hit us as well. Um, so really it's, you know, adapting to, to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, our long-term portfolio has, you know, far outweighed our short-term for, for some time now and, uh, you know, I think that, will, that trend will, will continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, having done short-term lets, it's, it's been a fantastic experience. You know, the variety of people we've met—it's been been great. And some of the sort of organisation and, and service skills that we've we've learnt to that, we can really apply to to our long-term business as well to to make us unique, make us different. You know, a simple example—you know—the expectations of a of a short-term guest for the speed of response to issues is you know generally quite greater than it is for a for long-term mm-hmm. tenant. But we try and apply the same standard across the board
0: okay well i can just go back to obviously you were speaking earlier about um the huge amount that you've invested in your business um and obviously you have done you've completed a full rebranding so can you just tell us about the main elements that your rebranding consisted of
1: yeah um it started with a a conversation with um our brand design guy back at the, the start of the year i mean i went to him with a um, you know, for, for a simple solution to a problem we had at that time, and it sort of snowballed. I mean, what we were trying to address at that point was, you know, improve our, our um, marketing material to try and convert more of the landlord conversations we were having. Um, but then, of course, the, the pandemic reared its head, and um, it uh, really made us think about the future of our business. You know, overnight, our short-term business. Um, almost collapsed, and um, our long-term business was was also struggling as um, more and more properties became vacant for, for obvious reasons. Um, so it forced us to sit down with a with a blank piece of paper and uh, think about our brand values and where we wanted to position ourselves in in the market for going forward. You know, we, we involved our, our staff in that process as well. It's led to some interesting conversations, which I'll, I'll keep confidential for now. But, um, and we, we really hope that those, you know, that thinking that we've done about our behaviours and brands has, has followed through to our, our new logo, um, the new marketing material that we've produced for landlords, you know, the social media content that we're now producing, the new office that we, we've had to fit out over, over that period, you know, the car livery, et cetera. So we hope that all comes together and, and really reflects us. Um, we do have a new website on the way as well. Um, I think realistically that's, that's going to be the start of next year before we're, we're going live with that.
0: Okay. And you've also, um, at home in Edinburgh, has a new brand expression. It's Believe in a Friendly that Works. So can you explain the philosophy behind it and you know the reasoning for making this the, the company's main statement?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it, we, we get questioned about this, this quite a lot. I suppose, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but... Um, <laughs> the thinking behind it is that that friendliness is, is not an added extra to us it's really um, key to us in, in delivering um, a successful uh, and efficient service and we believe that you know the more that we invest in, in our stakeholder uh, relationships the you know the better outcomes that we're going to get for ourselves and and for our for our clients Um, you know getting to know our landlords our, our tenants and, and our contractors means we, 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 do, we have better communication um, things done more efficiently and we get jobs done done better, uh, done quickly. So it's, you know, some examples of um, investing in that, that friendliness, um, you know, a simple example, if, if we uh, invest in uh, our relationships with landlords, we, we get to better understand the type of tenants they want in their properties. That allows us to, to screen tenants at the initial inquiry stage better. It saves us time in doing viewings, processing unnecessary applications and sending those to landlords. Um, focusing on the relationship with tenants means um, they're, they're more amenable to us in getting access for um, for maintenance issues, for periodic inspections, and uh, you know they, they're quicker to report issues to us as they arise. So it's you know investing that time up front in the relationships really helps us um, improve our efficiency.
0: And a lot of your new landlords are, are through referrals and word of mouth, aren't they?
1: Yeah, the vast majority of, of our um, uh, new landlords, new business comes through referrals, um, which I think you know proof that Fantastic. we that we do a good job. Um, you know, back to the point about having you know saturated lettings market, it's it's very difficult for you to be proactively uh, marketing and, and bringing business in that way. So we try and focus our energies on. You're delivering a good service, and um, uh, you know, that that will that will come back through growth.
0: Well, going back to the pandemic, um, how did you adapt your marketing process, you know, to protect your private landlords and mm-hmm. your tenants?
1: Um, it comes back to minimising social contact and uh, trying to maximise the, the technologies and that we, we've got available to us now. Um, not being able to uh, undertake physical viewings was was the main challenge and. Giving um, potential tenants the, the confidence to apply for a property uh, without doing that, that physical viewing. So, and we've, we've experience of that because we do short term lets. Um, majority of the properties are booked without being seen, so we know the kind of detail that needs to go into a property to yeah. advert to give people that confidence. Um, but we also started to do floor plans and, uh, and viewing videos um, with, with commentary um so that that commentary is is quite important as well um it's it's really trying to address the questions that you may get asked in in a physical viewing you know we take people through the property we show them the heating system we show them the style of glazing they've got um all of the usual things that arise and it's it's not about pulling the wool over a potential yeah. tenant's eyes it's really showing the property in it's it's true light otherwise it's going to cause you more grief further down In the line the long run but yeah we, we got good feedback on those and um people did apply for properties so we you know we must have been doing something right and uh, we'll carry on with a lot of that stuff going forward as well
0: good well did you find many of your landlords had to or felt they should reduce mm. rents to help the tenant situation and and you know if so have have these rents returned to peak covid levels
1: I mean, landlords get a lot of, of bad press, as as we know, but we saw some, you know, really great gestures of kindness towards tenants, um, you know, leading up to the lockdown and during the lockdown mm-hmm. period. You know, landlords were proactively approaching us and asking us to to offer financial and other support to tenants, which was which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But yet, yeah, you know, we worked hard um, with with landlords and tenants to keep struggling tenants in properties. I mean, it was no one's interest at that point to. Um, to have a vacant property, um, and you know we had two real sort of rent reduction scenarios that we were dealing with. We were agreeing reduced rents with those tenants who were on furlough or on reduced hours um, during that period, and, and obviously bringing less money in. Um, and then we agreed a payment plan with them um, over the, the following months when they mm-hmm. once they got back on their feet again. And I think the majority of those have now paid back what they were due or, um, you know, the, the arrears are on the way to being paid back. And obviously there was those scenarios where we had um, tenants that were in a tougher financial situation, particularly those with, with children involved as well. Um, landlords were agreeing, you know, much significantly reduced rents and, um, you know, with, with no need to, to recoup that money further down the line. Good. Yeah. good. And so the, hopefully that will be paid back, you know, to the landlord in, in keeping a, a good tenant in place and, and having a longer tenancy.
0: Yes. Well, um, I mean, with many industries, you know, in difficulty and the furlough scheme now ending, have you noticed an increase in tenants being made redundant?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we've been relatively lucky. Um, I think probably less than 10% of our portfolio were on reduced rents or uh, um, agreed lower rents um, during the lockdown period but of course yeah we're, we're seeing people struggle and start to lose jobs um, people on reduced hours during, during the pandemic period and then as furlough came to an end um, people being start to made redundant um, you know all the examples that I can think of are people in the hospitality sector yeah. um, mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult for those tenants um, for some time. I mean, both for existing tenants financially and for any potential future tenants coming along as well. Um, You know, landlords are going to be very reluctant to let to people in that sort of industry until they've got some, um, you know, guarantee of job security.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, So unless the tenant's got a guarantor or um, some sort of government support comes along, it's going to be very difficult for them.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we've seen, you know, Wales... We're in a 16-day lockdown at the moment and it's meant the property market there has been significantly disrupted again with non-essential moves and in-person property viewings banned. So, you know, how do you feel about the prospect of a strict lockdown in the Central Belt and its effect on the Edinburgh PRS?
1: Well, worried, obviously, but I think as an industry we are much, certainly much better prepared than we were in, uh, in March mm-hmm. and, um, you know, a lot of agents are now... Have, um, their the staff set up to work from home for example, um, so it shouldn't be too much of, a, of an adjustment. Um, but we are already seeing a significant reduction in demand over the last three or four right. weeks um, as you know our time to let us, um, increases and we've, we've had a lot more tenants give notice than we would expect at this time of year. And that's I think with the, the new restrictions that are coming in place, um, I mean, it's, we haven't felt it so much in Edinburgh yet, but obviously mm-hmm. with people moving into Edinburgh from other places, um, you know, we are starting to struggle and that will that will only get worse as we move towards the, the naturally quieter winter mm-hmm. months anyway so it'd be interesting reading your your Q4 report for this yes. year I am. but I think um we you know as a business we we've got the internal processes in place to deal with it but undoubtedly it will have a big financial impact on ourselves mm-hmm. uh, our landlords and, and our tenants um and certain sectors of the market will will struggle more than others you know, the, the, the student market, for example, where we are in Marchmont, um, you know, we're already seeing tenants uh, give notice, tenants approaching us for, for reduced rents uh, because mm-hmm. they don't really need to be here anymore as more of their their work goes online. That's right. If um, further restrictions come in, that could force more of, more of them home, and um, we'll have more vac- potentially vacant properties until the, the start of the next academic year.
0: Mm-hmm. Well you know as you've mentioned before you own and you manage the business with your wife Vicky tell us about the benefits and challenges too of running a business with your spouse
1: yeah uh, well most people think we're mad as you can imagine <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's I, I can honestly say it's the, it's the best thing that we've, we've done as a couple Good. it's um, its not for everybody but it, it certainly works for us um, you know we are very different people Absolutely, and I think that that's the only way that that it could be for it to work. You know, we, we have very different strengths, um, and it, you know, they complement each other. Um, Vicky is very, you know, very detailed orientated. Um, she's got all the office admin under control. She's churning out spreadsheets all day and producing lists and filing and all of those good things that we need to keep us in order, but. I'd rather be out and about, um, preparing properties, meeting people, solving problems in flats and, and those kind of things.
0: Great. Yeah. Well, also, you and Vicky have another business, Certus Keyholding and Property Care. So tell us about this and you know how it can be naturally managed well alongside At Home in Edinburgh.
1: Sure. Um, Certus was, was set up in response to um, inquiries that we were getting to to At Home in Edinburgh from. Um, from residential homeowners and and from second homeowners who were looking for a service similar to what a letting agent offers but without actually doing the letting part. Um, So they were looking for a sort of key holding and and maintenance service Um, and we we hold keys and we offer tailored services based on um, the the homeowners needs. Um, So for example we have um, busy homeowners in our books who um, might be traveling a lot with their job we hold keys in case of emergencies um, we undertake maintenance for them and um, we're on hand if in case they, they, we need to meet someone for a delivery um, our second homeowners um, they're obviously not in Edinburgh all of the time and uh, we do periodic inspections for them for insurance purposes again arranging maintenance those kind of things mm-hmm. um, I mean there's, there's a lot of synergies with what we do and um, and it just seemed a sort of natural progression to, to offer that service outwith of the, of the private rental sector mm-hmm. and it sort of goes, goes in hand in hand. You know, we've got access to all of the trades, you know, maintenance, property management, what we do on, on a day-to-day basis, um, but we made a decision to, to keep the, the two businesses very distinct so it was, right. it was quite clear to any potential tenants, uh, to potential, tenants potential clients, yes.
0: uh-huh.
1: um, what, what the two services were
0: great you both get very busy <laughs>
1: we are very busy We've got two small children as well um, both uh, f- uh, five and nearly one um, yeah, so, uh-huh. yeah. and they're uh, in school and in nursery in Marchmont as well which oh, from a personal perspective is great so we live in the south side right. so yeah we're, we're feeling that we're, we're getting to be a real part of that community as well
0: great oh well, look it's been fantastic hearing your story so thank, thank you for coming thank you in. very much I'm Gillian Semler. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms, including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on sitiolets.co.uk forward podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citylets.co.uk